No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. How's it going? It's great. Going good. So I got this like weird powder in a bag right here. You want to buy it? 
No. You want, yeah. I got this weird pill. It's supposed to be ecstasy. You want to buy it? Supposed yeah. to be. That's what that's what the other guy that got it from my friend said. You know what? Don't take that. No. That's, that's stupid. You know what? I'll do one better. Why don't I test it? Yeah. That'd be a good idea. How what? can I test it? I didn't know about that. I was just going to take it. You were? Yeah. Don't. I'm okay. one of the. I'm flibbered to gibbets. So I don't care. Apple, didn't you know that drug misrepresentation is rampant in the scene? When things are normal and we're all going to shows, there are those nefarious creeps out there that'll try and sell you bullshit. Really? Yeah. What's normal? I don't know. But Osiris and No Simple Road have partnered with DanceSafe. If you don't know who DanceSafe is, they are a nonprofit group that raises awareness about the dangers of drug misrepresentation. And they provide adulterant screening services as well as peer-based education to help support people in making informed decisions about their health and safety. That's nice of them. Mm-hmm. That's a very sweet deal. Dance Safe prevents harm from consumption of misidentified substances for thousands of people every year. Did you guys know that? I don't know all these facts. Look, man, your life depends on your health and your safety. So, so get with the program, man. Go over to dancesafe.org. Or look out for their booth at your next live music event. Help them out. They help us out. They make sure that we're safe. And that's what's important. This episode of No Simple Road is also brought to you by Shop Tour Bus. Head over to at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram or shoptourbus.com online and pick yourself up one of those amazing Grateful Dead inspired t-shirts. <laughs> if you happen to be one of those people that has a bunch of dusty old cassettes sitting in your attic or in your basement or in your mom's garage or something. Help Shop Tour Bus out. Help them out, man. Head, send those tapes over there. Because when you order a shirt or a hoodie from Shop Tour Bus, it's going to come in a hand-designed box with trinkets and different stuff inside the box. Candies sometimes, little toys, little toys. also going to have a real live cassette. It's a box of fun. It really is. is. a box of fun. They're sending you a box of fun with an item to wear and things to do, things to listen to. Like they're sending you a whole day. That's actually true. Yes, they so then are. So a keepsake in the box, Absolutely. too. Yeah, you take a shower, you put on your uh, Shop Tour Bus merch, you get out of the shower. And while you were listening, you were listening to your tape. You get out, you're still listening to your tape. Then you're like, oh, man, I'm going to chew some gum. And you start chewing the gum from the Shop Tour Bus thing. And then you're like, oh, look at my sticker. I'm going to put on my water bottle. And then you're like, I'm going to write a poem because there was a pencil to yeah. spool the tape look with. look at this action yeah. figure. So I'm going to go on an adventure. Right? Yep. So they've literally helped you out during the coronavirus with... Providing you a box of fun yep. with no charge to you for shipping. Just put in the promo code no, no simple road. road when you check out and they will send that box to you free of charge, no shipping, and it'll come to your house with love and intention. Head over to shop tour bus, shop tour bus. com online or at shop tour bus on Instagram. And just one th- other thing. What? No. You, got, you guys out there are killing it. They've had their last, they had their best week ever. So wow. everybody out there. Congratulations, Shop Tour them. Bus. And congratulations, Shop Tour Bus. So head on over there. Yeah. And speaking of best weeks ever, this episode of No Simple Road is also brought to you by Define Premium, Premium Cannabis. Two locations open right now in the Portland area to serve you Monday through Sunday. Every day that ends in Y. Yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Amazing. One in Hillsborough, one in Forest Grove. Apple the Wizard works at the Hillsborough location. You can head over there and he will personally tend your bud from six feet away. That will happen. Yeah, right now the floating on a cloud and the unicorn thing. We had to 
put the unicorn. You, he's in the stable right now. Now you're riding on a tiger. <laughs> yeah, we have yardsticks to point at things. It's all <laughs> kind of interesting right now. But we are open to service your needs, your edibles, your smokables, dabables, vapables, topicals. We have it all, and we will take care of you. We will take care of your head, your body, your mind, your soul. So come on out there, and if you come visit either location, mention that you listen to No Simple Road. You'll get 10% off your purchase, and you will get a free T-shirt. Wow. That's a pretty good deal during all this pandemic nightmare that we're in right now. They are going to help you be calm and relaxed and anxiety-free throughout your confinement in your home. And for Apple, right now, we're essential. We, you are, Dude, not just right now. You are always essential, my friend. No, I know, but... Even more so, as right the now. government says, we're essential still. Pretty cool. As so, of right now, define premium cannabis in Hillsborough Forest Grove. Go take care of your head. This is John Barber, singer and lead guitarist for the Disco Biscuits, speaking to you about the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast on the Osiris Podcast Network. On our podcast, we listen to Disco Biscuits music. We listen to a lot of other kinds of music. We listen to a lot of improv music. And I discuss what it takes, the clutch decisions that make epic jams. Use the hashtag touchdowns all day on all social media networks thank you so much for listening we love you so so very much touchdowns all day is not responsible for any cankles head wounds k-holes cross species insemination loss of hearing vision or appetite do not delay seeking medical or professional attention because of something you heard on this podcast touchdowns all day is not a substitute for a normal entertaining podcast please use hashtag touchdowns all day responsibly in the event of a medical emergency call 911 Sing it, Apple. Sing it. I was about to, but I got I need a shoehorn. <laughs> We're gonna shoehorn this into the episode. Hey now, No Simple Road family. Welcome back to another episode of No Simple Road. How you guys doing out there? Is everybody feeling okay today? No coughs, no everybody's washing their hands and I hope so. Doing all I the hope things. Everybody's doing well. Yep. These I, are how you doing, Apple? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good today. I I gotta go out of the house. I gotta go to work which is still weird, but <laughs> well, I don't, I don't who know. Who would have thought a couple of weeks ago we'd be happy about getting being able to leave the house to go to work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have like this amazing sought-after position in life right now where we get to just go. You guys are <laughs> yeah. out there and I'm like... Yeah, kind of, but then there's that other part of me that's like, just shut us all down no man for a little bit trust me that's what we need to do it's it's a very mixed feelings on everything i, I agree with you apple because i feel like i'm missing out on the being home too like i'm not <laughs> getting this experience of that everybody's getting i'm getting something different yeah, yeah. well and even that i'm not that worried like it, it just seems to me like it's like shit or get off the pot it's as if this is real the oh it's weird. real um, it's yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be very real, and people are all still out fucking about. Yeah, so. stay home, man, because we got shit to do this summer. If you guys, you know, we stay home so that we could do stuff later. That's all I'm saying. Like, there's a lot going on, but 
I personally need you to to both go to work because I need news from the outside world. It's, well, it, you're like, I do bring home news every day. I know. <laughs> it, it, I can't wait till you guys come home because I'm like, oh, what happened at work today? It's like the <laughs> highlight of my day. I, I, hey, I, what? I tried really hard to make you have multiple highlights of your you, day today. You were a blast today. I had, and you didn't even work. I didn't no, even work. today was Mel's day off. I was trying so hard to make you feel like it was a fun day at home and you had to work a little bit. It did feel like that. And you know what? Our guest this week is having fun at his home too. That's yeah, right, Kyle. You are having a blast with your cute little duckies. And no, the chickens, not or, ducks. Well, I don't know why I said duck. You know why I said ducks? I was thinking about the duck feet from that book. <laughs> <It's laughs> some kind of fowl. Sorry, They're not fowl. ducks. Whatever, chickens. birds. <laughs> Those birds that you play with, Kyle. Kyle Hollingsworth from the String Cheese Incident, woo, everybody. Woo, woo. Yeah. The, and this is kind yeah. of very poignant because we did this episode two weeks ago week and a half ago so all the stuff that's happening right now that's unfolded in the past few few days and weeks was just beginning just, kind of just beginning when we started this so you get to jump in the wayback machine with us and go back to the beginning and hear us pontificating and waxing poetic on the state of affairs in the world today but um you know man i just i want to say to all of you thank you so much for the support that we've received during this whole thing that's going on yeah. all the dms and and new chan donators yeah, dms man. people tune in and watch mel's yeah. the mel's yeah. yoga yeah. stuff meditation Which, my movie reviews yeah. aaron story times it's it's, it's really, really cool. awesome it really is awesome i uh, <laughs> Having stuff to do right now is important for everybody, not just me, not you guys. And doing the story times and the movie suggestion thing and Mel's yoga thing has added so much to us at home. It's yeah. it's something that I look forward to during the week. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I, I saw... Well, since there's no nothing going on outside that we can talk about, we have all this inside stuff that we can talk about, like... Oh, I need help with the Zoom thing because I need to, you know, take this. I'm doing this class, and you know, what are you going to talk about today? What Apple? class what? are you talking about, Melanie? Oh, um, beginning this week, April second. Is that the day? Um, yeah, April second, Thursday. Thursday at six p.m. Uh, Daniel Schenken and I of uh, Daniel is from Tam Integration, and I will be whole. Um, hosting our first no simple integration circle. Um, over Zoom, we are gonna send you guys all the information on the, our Instagram and stuff like that. Maybe Aaron will. Can you email that out too? To I can our, send it to our newsletter folks. Yeah, yeah, send it to our newsletter people, and um, hopefully you'll hear. Yeah, you'll hear this before Thursday. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's interested, it's not a private thing. I just don't have everybody's email, and I'm very new to Zoom, so I don't know how I'll, it works. I'm gonna post a Zoom link <laughs> up on our Instagram. Daniel will also have a link. Yes. On Tam Integrations page, there'll be a link up on nosimpleroad.com. Also, if you, if you want to sign up for the No Simple Road newsletter so that you receive um, invitations to these things up front and don't want to depend on Instagram, you can go to nosimpleroad.com and click the family tab and you can sign up for the newsletter there. What were you going to say, Mel? Um, sitaramdas.com is Daniel's other website where he has that information. Oh, okay. A brief little... Um, 
bio of no simple integration. And I don't know where it, both Aunt Daniel and I did bios. We wrote them and I don't know if it's anywhere. So I'm going to give it to you so that you can have that as okay. well. Um, but yeah, so we decided um, during the whole uh, talk about bringing content and positivity to every, you know, the airwaves um, is what air is it air? To, what, what to our to our family. Yeah, to our family, to the community. We wanted to like have something to bring us together. Have something to bring us together and talk about. And um it's not gonna be like it's just gonna be whatever we want. Well, I, I told Mel like they were talking about putting together a yoga thing and they asked for my input and I said, you know, I think it would be really cool if you guys did something starting from the beginning, like um doing a class under the assumption that the people that are going to be in it have never done any kind of class like that before. So they, you know, you have to assume that who you're speaking to doesn't know about chakras and doesn't know about tarot. And so you're teaching right from the very, like very beginning of all of it all the way through. And they're putting together something really cool, man. I, I've seen behind the curtain. We are putting something together really awesome, and our first um, class is indeed about beginnings, and something that Daniel said in our conversation prior to that was um, not just beginnings, but beginning again, which that in itself I have to think about. Like, Re-beginning. Yeah, like because he was like, there's a lot of shame attached to that, and I was like, immediately I it clicked with me, like that happens, like you give yourself a hard time for starting something like petering out and then restarting it yeah. that that restart is very hard for a lot of people because you're like well you didn't do it that first time so what makes you think you're going to do it now or you already tried that and it didn't work or, <laughs> or try to say oh i remember everything that i did a year ago and then you got to start the i don't need to again. do that i already yeah. know all that stuff yeah. no you don't because you never See? finished it <laughs> so that all that crazy trail in your head that things happen um there is there's a guilt to that so we will be discussing all kinds of stuff and having it so it's like a, a zoom podcast with daniel and i um discussing esoteric yogic spiritual f community stuff and we want you to join and if you're into bedtime stories um i am reading bedtime stories every night at eight o'clock pacific time during the week um, Which I, is so cute. I have to say thank you to Summer Langrell for do Aww, donating some you, books. Yes. Donating some books to the cause for me today. I got some new books for you guys. I'm stoked about that. And I have to tell you guys, I saw something this morning that really like it made my heart warm. Yeah, Tim from the Tim. Daddy, Daddy Unscripted, Unscripted podcast. Shout out, Tim! I saw that, yeah. dude. It, he posted a video of his kid watching me read a bedtime story and what he said underneath it, it, it struck me because it's funny that I saw that today. Cause just last night when I finished, I was like, I wonder if anybody's even watching this and like digging it. I, am I just doing this for me? And then I woke up this morning and saw that and I was like, okay. It, I, I mean, mean, we're not doing it just for us. Like earlier I went on Instagram live, Instagram live and I read that thing that I had Apple print, print out. Mm. Um, my client Susan sent me this amazing aha moment that she wrote about. And there, like, 
speaking of Tim, he was one of the watchers and sending little hearts. So even if you're doing it for yourself and no one else will watch it or do it or, or see it, do it anyway. No, yeah. Uh, even if there's... I'm saying that for because oh, I need it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it I need that. Do and, it for yourself. And then following no, no, no. my bedtime story is... What? You, you. Apple's cute little T-shirt slash movie slash chachi review. I don't know. It's hard. It, it, it's it's Time the Apple. Apple review. Okay. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Apple, Apple review. review. It's a review of many things. <laughs> Look. Knacks, bongs, whatever, story, what whatever I'm into that night. Because I'm realizing like I would do a band every night. I don't have that many shirts. I'm gonna that, you got, but you can do like band stuff. Have to bounce stuff. the poster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, poster. It's a. I, I like Apple's review because I review last night. It was a piggy bank. Yeah, and oh, cats that was really freaking sweet. And you know, peanut butter falcon and other things. So it's just gonna be whatever I'm into and whatever catches my fancy at the moment. Just having fun with it. So. It, if you're wondering what the thought process is behind all this, check it out. So I don't. You guys have are a really getting process. into our home at this point. Yeah, <laughs> or whoever's paying attention anyway. So check it out. Like, <laughs> it's been a weird, turbulent couple of weeks, and a lot of us are feeling cooped up. We're all thrown out of our norm. We're not in our comfort zones. A lot of us are concerned financially. We're worried about our kids and education and all of these this big gigantic soup pot of things that we have that are possible anxiety causing stressors the only thing we need to be worried about is toilet paper (laughs) and and i in having no simple road when this first started i thought to myself you know what we have this platform and there's people that actually listen to what, what we do so it's important that we provide something on the other side of all of those anxiety causing stressors during this time, just for the, you know, just for the simple fact that the energy of it going out into the world is a counterbalance to the other energy that's out in the world. Like if there's just one person out there paying attention to all this stuff, the vibration of it is still going out there and help helping to balance the scales a little bit. And if for five minutes at the end of the day, at eight, you know, at eight o'clock at night or 11 or whatever, um, you're laughing because you heard frog and toad or um, you get inspired to go watch peanut butter falcon with your family or you learn how to do mudras or whatever from Mel. Those things are it's super valuable moments in your day there's an infinite amount of time going on right now but if you're practicing mindfulness you're in the moment and so if just for that moment you're smiling and your heart feels a little better and that lump in your stomach or your throat is gone for a minute then we have done what we've set out to do as a podcast and as fellow members of the planet earth that care about you guys and so that's that's why we're doing all the stuff on Instagram and uh, Mel and Daniel's yoga stuff will be up on nosimpleroad.com. It will be up on the Osiris website and also on um, Daniel's stuff as well. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm learning you guys and this is a really great opportunity for or has been 
a great learning opportunity for me in a lot of ways and like stepping up even more, um, learning a lot of these technical things that maybe seem super easy to a lot of people, but just because I haven't done it, it's brand spanking new. So one, it's exciting to learn new things and to be a beginning student again. And then it's also a little scary too. Like, Oh, I'm going to mess up. Well, yeah, of course I am because I'm new at something and you're not perfect. So once I start learning all this stuff, it'll be on my Instagram and I'll like promote it more and all that stuff. But one thing at a time, cause yeah. Melanie gets overwhelmed easy. <laughs> I wanted to, to bring something up that I was thinking about and it has to do with, um, with our episode this week and, and <laughs> talking to Kyle and string cheese. And so last, wait, was that this year? That we saw string cheese last this year. No, that no, was, it was not last year. This year. It was, was 2019. Jesus. Okay. Tail end. When we saw string cheese, that was, and I've said this, my favorite show I've ever been to for a lot of different reasons, not just the music. It was the set and setting and the weather and the people I was with and the whole thing. And we've talked about this on the show that like, festivals and the concerts that we go to are a ritual it's a it's a happening and and that vibration goes out and it heals and it does things it spreads love out into the world and creativity and joy and all that and um i was thinking today like none of that is happening right now like that whole entire vibration has been stopped suspended suspended as far as like group wide you know what i mean like huge gatherings of people but what happened it didn't disappear what happened is it broke apart and went into individual houses and all these musicians are playing and streaming they're writing creating and they're streaming not just to a few people in a in a venue they're streaming to the whole world. So that vibe is not just contained at, at, at a, what's the name of the venue down there that we saw string cheese? Austin. Not Autzen. Oh, um, Cuth- Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Cuthbert it's not just contained at the Cuthbert or at the Gorge or at the beach. It's, it's going out to the whole hive. Yep. Yep. It, so you can't stop it. Like even when circumstance conspires to shut it down it's like whack-a-mole it just fucking pops back up even even bigger and weirder and stronger and and people like kyle and countless other musicians have really like gone the extra mile and are like every day playing from their house and trey's writing new music and putting it out on the internet and playing it live and like Keller Williams is playing from his everybody like, yeah doing stuff yeah it's fucking amazing and then not to mention all the streams that are going out you know what I mean all the old shows that are being replayed as streams there's a lot of power in all of that for us as a family like to get healing in the space that we're it's in probably the best thing that has happened since we've had the internet is that being available now and hopefully that sticks with us <laughs> yeah yeah man 
So I just, I was just thinking about that today and I wanted to share that with all of you guys. Like I was, I was pining away for a show thinking, God, you know, I want to go to a venue. And then I was just thinking about how it feels and like the whole experience. And then I was like, well, it's gone. And I, you know, went down the road of like, oh shit, no, it's not. It got bigger. So yeah, once it comes back, we're all going to be the musicians. All of us are going to be so raring to go. It's going to be amazing what comes out of this. I feel like the coronavirus has made the world more cozy. And this is what I mean. If we're, I'm just talking about the internet. Everybody is forced to be at home. They're streaming from their home. You're like literally in their living room. You're in their dining room. You're in their bedroom with them playing their music or in their personal studios or in their parents' homes or whatever. Like we're getting to be inside with the people that we love to dance with and the people that we admire on stage. And it's brought another, this is my positive spin on negative again, the coronavirus. Okay, fine. It's doing all this horrible stuff. Not talking about that. Talking about we get to actually spend time with our people. Kyle sent us a picture from his house with his chicks sitting down, just chilling with his jeans on. No big deal. Like we're getting to experience that as a whole world with each other. Yeah. People are sharing a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Internet feels more cozy than it ever did. That's true, man. No, I I agree. I hadn't thought about it like that, but absolutely, man, it's a. it's way more personal. That's for people are in our house. Like there you I saw my bedroom. I'm like, what are you doing in our room? Like, you know, in Apple's little room. And it's not intrusive or invasive. It's just like, whoa, like we never did that before. Never we're always did that. out on the porch and doing other things. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool to it's cool. It's made me well, obviously, it's made it's made me appreciate my room more. Been, I'm looking at shit that we've been here four years. There's stuff I stuck on shelves when we first moved in here that have stayed in the same place. Yeah. I like set things up and they've been sitting there dusty. And now I've like realized, first of all, how much I need to dust my room. You can borrow my duster. <laughs> you started, can hire me. And it's I'll a do lot. It. <laughs> what do you got? Knickknacks. Like it's yeah. like, okay, one <laughs> shelf at a time reorganized. But it, I don't know. It makes you appreciate. It makes you appreciate home. And yeah, and I or, or it can make you appreciate home. Yeah, I wanted to say something, but then you jumped on another story on the note of what you were talking about earlier mm. with all the information or all the stuff that we're doing. Um, like to me, it feels like um, no simple road is extending the family to like uh, our living room opened up to the internet. Yeah, the house like, opened. The up. The house opened up. We to, took you off the porch. to you guys and. That's always something I've been super private about because I just am, you know, I I were. Yeah, I'm not a millennial. It's it's really challenging for me to like look at the screen and look at myself and not feel strange, you know, like it's weird, but it's becoming less weird and it's becoming more comforting for you guys to see what's going on in our place because then it feels like you know me better and I'm not hiding my private self, my house self. There is no separation. Yeah. Just yeah. took a long time we made you hang out on the porch for three years and now we're letting you inside. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're cool. You can come in. Yeah, well, we've known me. you long enough. Come on in. Yeah. For I'll show me, you around. it's a big deal because I, I just, I'm very private like that. And so I realize like there's no need for it. Um, 
I mean, there's nothing to be private no, about. No, I just felt like I like I need to have something that's mine. You know, you got plenty. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know, and, you know. and that's where we keep the bathrooms private and things like that. <laughs> well, for <laughs> now, you keep for some now, privacy. this continues on. You never know. Aaron's what poop stories <laughs> at seven a.m. Oh Ryan, <laughs> stay sick. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, no, it, it's. You know, one of the things like. I, I just realized while you were saying that. You mean in response? In, well, no, I realized while you were talking just now, like this whole thing is is making all of us grow. In one way or another, this is causing growth to happen. And so. Big time. That is how No Simple Road is. If No Simple Road was a person, mm-hmm. that is No Simple Road's growth. Yeah. That's the way that it's getting larger is through those mediums. Yeah. <coughs> so we're going to get you to the interview, you guys. We're going to do the business real quick. Kyle, the thanks business. for coming on to the show, man. We Thank love you, Kyle. so, so much. And we love, love, love string cheese. And you guys, yeah. if you haven't listened to his new solo album, go go purchase it and help him out right now. All the artists need your assistance. Yeah. Um, it's so amazing. super fun. Listen to the show, purchase the album. Yeah. And it's different. Like, it's one of those where each track is kind of different and it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's super fun, like yeah, Kyle he's is. Fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great adjective for Kyle. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road, at, on Facebook at No Simple Road. Join the No Simple Road family group if you want to do the Facebook thing. If you don't and you're a Reddit person, go to r forward slash No Simple Road, and the No Simple Road group is there as well. I told you about the newsletter already, but um, you can go to www.nosimpleroad.com. And you can sign up for the newsletter on the family tab. And you can also purchase merch there. We got t-shirts. And we have an official t-shirt model for the No Simple Road family. Jared. Jared Delaney. (laughs) You sexy beast with that shirt like open and the No Simple Road poking out. Like that looked so dope. That's exactly who I want wearing our stuff. I I saw I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you're you're in, you're hired, yeah, hundred percent. Thanks, Sharon. Yeah, man, Uh, we support it. (laughs) Also, we've talked a lot about venues and artists needing your assistance during this coronavirus pandemic time. No Simple Road is included in all of that. We need your assistance. All our shit got canceled too, you guys, and um, we depend on all that stuff for our financial well being. So we have um, our PayPal, which is no simple road at gmail.com. If you want to do a one-time donation, you can do it there through the PayPal. Um, or if you want to give a dollar or two a month, I know a lot of you are struggling out there. And for those of you that aren't and you want to help out, you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Help no simple road stay able to continue doing what we do and bringing you interviews with artists and doing all the stuff that we do when all this is said and done. So that is the business side of the show, man. That is the business. Well, other than also go leave us those five star reviews on the the podcast. No, I looked. Okay. No, we haven't had a new one lately, but go, go hit that five star thing. Yeah, man. If you're home and you're chilling, which every single one of you right now is help us out, man. Go to Apple Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review and a little little few little words of love and move on with your day. And also, uh, go check out Kyle's new EP. It's called Twenty Twenty, and it's on Apple Music and all places where music streams. You can pick it up and help him out as well. So, anybody have any f- 
final parting words for the family? No, other than, well, did you have anything? I was just going to say get ready, kick back, and this was a super fun, he's, this is a super fun, for those of you that have seen String Cheese, know how dynamic Kyle is and how super fun he is, and this interview was the same. This is really fun getting a chance to talk to him. Um, I would like to say just <clears throat> when you walk past a mirror, take a smile at yourself. Nice. That really does help. It reminds you that you are beautiful underneath whatever you're thinking at that time. I like that. I like you know what I think it's like like that like when you sorry I got I got tongue wow when you I was trying to get into how to say it without saying like, wait, wait, I was gonna say I was gonna sound like like flirt with yourself in the mirror like when you walk yes. by and you kind of hey, hey like, beautiful wink, like wink at yourself like shit you got it going on yeah you, you know guys, like. Just remember that. like Treat yourself nice. Treat yourself. We're going to leave it there. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Kyle Hollingsworth.
Our imaginations grew But time smoothed the edges of the rebel's mind The dream was real It was our I'm trying to call Jake. I'm like doing all kinds of hey, silly Jake. stuff. You ready for What's four up, and a half? Why don't you take a couple? No, here breaths. we go. Here we go. Hello, Kyle. How you doing, man? Good. You called it sixty seconds ago. Yeah, that was me. And then <laughs> and then it said call failed. Weird. Yeah, Weird. it's okay. We're all good. <sighs> all right, good. Take a breath. Awesome. This is Aaron. How you doing? Good. Good. Where Where are you guys calling from? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Nice. How things out there? Crazy weird. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, but beautiful weather. I got two others yeah. here with me. Uh, hey, Kyle. This is Mel. Um, I Yeah, we're just over here enjoying the 60-degree awesome. weather in Portland. It's beautiful. And then you got Yeah, the- we, got around, we got 60 today, too. And then we were out uh, biking and enjoying the weather, for sure. Now, where are you at? Uh, Boulder, Colorado. Oh, Boulder. Oh, oh it's yeah. beautiful. I lived there for a while. And th- this is Apple. I'm the, the third one here this evening. And thank you very much for giving us some of your time in this uh, weird world we're living in. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, the funny thing is we're all finding ways to enjoy. I don't know. It's like we're not hanging out with each other as much, but I'm still enjoying my family and, and outside time. And maybe it's time to slow down. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny, Kyle. Like, you, you say that that was the first thing that came to my mind when all this started happening. And like my job told me I had to work from home and, and all this stuff starts happening. And then I was like, you know what? This is really kind of cool. This, this part of it is giving me an opportunity to do all the shit that I never had time to do. I am. Um, I uh, <clears throat> ended up getting some baby chicks. Our neighbor has a little, not a farm, but they had like they have a, a back coop, and they were thinking about getting some chicks. And I was like, "Well, the kids are home from school, and I'm homeschooling, which I don't know how to do at all. <laughs> no idea, no idea what algebra is or any of that stuff. Spelling, forget it. But I can get little chicks, and so they have like these little things in our basement where they can kind of hold and play with them and watch them grow. So, yes, yeah, so the answer to what you're saying, yes, yeah, you know, we're all kind of finding ways, you know, yeah, kind of relax. Are you how, how are you feeling about everything? Let's get let's get it out of the way, and then we could talk about everything else. Because <laughs> how, how you feeling? I'm feeling very good. Thank you for asking. Good. <laughs> no cough. <laughs> um, uh, everyone's right here. I uh, just released a new uh, a new EP, and so I'm kind of riding on that on that on the high of that. But um, but overall, things have been great. String cheese decided to take six months off at the exact correct time. Um, yeah. we decided to take off from December to June. And so it was a, a long, uh, needed break. It's been 20, probably more like 26 years at this point. So, um, without a six month break or more, um, we did do a time when we kind of imploded, um, and Billy said, I'm out of here. And, 
And so then we took like probably a year and a half off at that point in time. But that was a little less planned. Wow. Yeah. Um, but that's a long time but, to uh, keep going. That's a long time. Like 26 years is a long time, you know, and then you, and you wonder, you know, are we still growing? I think we are as a band. I think things like this, the break, are, are pretty important for us to kind of explore outside just the cheese world. Yeah, and and creating an EP like you just did, I, the we were all just listening to it before we, we called. And, you know, the thing that comes to my mind when anybody that's in a really successful band does something on their own, I wonder how do you how is it for you when you go in and start creating music on your own, as opposed to when you're creating with the guys and cheese, because it's got to be a different creative experience for you, right? It is. It's, uh, it's challenging both ways. I'd say, um, because you know, you've been working with people. I've been working with my, my family that what I call them, the mothership that's string cheese, um, for <laughs> 26 years, you just get to know each other and you start it. Uh, knowing how people react. Mm. So when you get into, you get into like a situation where you're writing or being creative together, certain, not barriers, but certain um, expectations kind of get pushed upon you. Um, and so it's fun. You can kind of come in with Trinkies and they can, as a, as a brothership, you can be like, okay, this is creative. I can bring this to this. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. Sometimes on your own, you can kind of fulfill a complete dream. Like this is where I wanted mm-hmm. it to be. And this is where it ended up. Yeah. And, and so I think there's great things about both. I think sometimes when I'm by myself, everything becomes very Kyle esque. Oh, that's going to be kind of funky something, something. And this can be very way Kyle would perform versus if I had Jason or someone else from Strinkies, they would have pushed me in a different direction. Mm. But I do, I do enjoy kind of having all the range being like, Nope. Yeah. Guess what? It's going this way. <laughs> yeah, and and it's cool too, man. Like when we started listening, we were sitting in the kitchen. Mel and I were in the kitchen, and who did you? What did you say, Mel? It reminded you of, of a lot, a lot of things. It remarked, the reminded fir- the me the first song on the EP. Um, yeah. Oh god, I can't remember what you said. What was that one? That's the the white reggae song. Yeah. Nice, oh yeah, voice. like Jack Johnson, Michael Frente. Um, a little ALO in there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like just cool vibes, like super fun and like good mood music, like totally fun music to accompany you on your, like on your you, journey. Yeah, on your journey, but whatever the, it may be. But then what I said to Mel, exactly. I was like, just wait, because every song is completely it, different. You exactly, you whole, just so. wait. Then we go down the cakes, and this one sounds like cake. And then, um, <laughs> so uh, with with string tea, that's the, like, for example, I did a, um, a Vampire Weekend cover on on the news. Yeah, the stab. Um, uh, the step and yeah. uh, the step, and so then um, that's something Springsteen probably would have not, you know, resonated with. It would have been kind of a push for me to to go through. And I was like, well, this is the perfect time to think think outside the jam band box to some degree, and also yeah. outside of my own my own comfort zone. I I really like that because we have a fourth member of No Simple Road who's twenty five years old. And he's here this evening, but he's doing some other things. He's not as into the jam band. And I left him out there earlier with Step. He, I didn't even say anything. And he's like, I know this song. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So I really appreciate when you do when you guys do things like that to bring these you know younger guys into it. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Empire Weekend. I've been for a while, yeah. Yeah, and it, I just, I love the fact that it's not all the same, that... 
I feel like when listening to your solo stuff, we are getting to meet you musically. Whereas when you, uh-huh. when you listen to cheese, you're hearing all of you musically, but this is more personal as far as I'm concerned. That's cool. I might use that quote. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Have at it. Um, it's true. Um, like for the last tune, it's, it's once again, it's an EP. So it's all of five songs or four songs or whatever it is. Um, uh, the last song was slightly written or, uh, by String Cheese and by my solo band. It's mm. uh, Tufnell's Retreat. So that's a perfect example of me being, I brought in the song to Cheese originally and I said, here's this kind of thing. I want it to be like Emerson Lake and Palmer meets Yes. I want it to be kind of an instrumental organ driven song. And, and Travis is like, yeah, it just sounds so square. We need to go to like six, eight in the middle. And we need to do this whole, like, we need to do a classical fugue moment. Kang said, and said, oh, these are all really great ideas. I would never have thought about that. And so then we got into the point where we were running out of time to record new string cheese material. And this was kind of at the bottom of the barrel. And people were like, ah, that's cool. Develop it more. And so then I said, that's cool, but I'm going to take it to KHB. And they, and they fully flushed out the whole song. And, and, and so it's com- the first combination between cheese and KHB, really, honestly. You know, you know what's funny about that? That song, uh, when Emily hit me up to see if we could put something together and talk, you and I, um, I was actually listening to that song when the email came in. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that, that's fucking weird. All right. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Absolutely. <a sign>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love yeah. when stuff like that happens, man. So how yes, you, the uh, album moves all of its way. So, mm-hmm. I wonder how, me. like, all of you guys clearly have your own um, solo styles, and then you get together, yeah. and then your cheese. But like, yeah, w- working with so, like twenty something years, twenty six years, like, is it hard for you to find your own sound again? Um, right. Mm. I, that's a really good question. I would think. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. What makes cheese cheese is the five different elements, or six, sorry, six different elements that come together to make us who we are. And I think we kind of hold on to that. Like, you know, Yodo definitely has a, which is Travis and Jason's band. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. (laughs) They're super awesome. Um, And then, you you know, Kang's like, I really want to do the Brazilian girl thing. And I'd be like, and so he'll come in all charged up from what he's been listening to. And Billy's like, you know, I've been doing this. I've been checking out this. And Keith was like, Tom Petty, Tom Petty is awesome. Um, so <laughs> I, think we, I think we keep our, our, um, our souls or things that we feel important to us close to our hearts. Okay. And so yeah. that, and then, and then we kind of spread it out and see how it flies with the rest of the band. And I think in the middle, we, you know, we, as a band, we've seen, we've gone to therapist, which is a good thing to do. It's a very bolder thing to do. And so we went to all them and he said, we were talking a lot about the, 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 the member of the band that's in the middle. The, that's neither 
none of us, but we have to respect the person that's in the, in the middle of all of us. Like so the, I think like that's the middle child. Yeah, a little bit, you know, like make sure that is not, you know, not being forgotten by my personal need to do a KHB tour or Kang wants to go blah, blah, get to remember that there's this person in the middle that, or this spirit in the middle that's all of us. Oh, wow. Wow. So then that thing that we all experience when we go see Cheese is the cumulative collective of all of your musical personalities put together. And that's yes. the thing that's resonating with all of us when we go see you guys. Exactly. And, yeah. and we have to remember that as band members, because sometimes you forget it after 25 years. But yeah. Yeah, because sure. yeah, do you, like, do you remember anything else before that? <laughs> <laughs> like, musically? Like, that's so crazy to have, like, 26 years is a long time to do something. It is a long time. Uh, half my life, basically. Yeah. Literally. I'm 52. Um, yeah. I I think there was life before cheese. I think there was. <laughs> um, you you, you kind of recall a time. That's <laughs> a fuzzy. And that's why all my, all my songs, like We Were the Young on my new album, and then like Live Forever, which is the first song, is they're all kind of like bits and flashes of who I was before then. But no, Aww. for sure. I, I have, have memories of, of all, everything I was doing. You know, I think, well, I grew up in Baltimore from Baltimore and then moving out here and working out was going to be a, uh, <laughs> I came out here to be a forest ranger. What? Come to Colorado <laughs> and be a forest ranger, yeah. even though I have a jazz piano degree. And then I was like, that's a lot of more schooling mm. and it's a lot of super time alone in the woods. Um, or I could join this other band called String Thieves and travel around. So I have memories of that. And sure, like Kang was kind of in a band that I was, playing around with early on but he tempted me to join string cheese and he said come on join us to sit in for one night and i have yet to not sit in yeah right <laughs> that's, that, that's a hell of a sit-in kyle I, that, you know, exactly good job man i you were the first addition to the original trio right uh quartet, quartet yeah. yeah i believe the whole band was there prior to me yes it was was it hard to come yeah. into that, like, because it was a thing already, and then coming into it as the new addition was there? Was it a, yeah. a big adjustment? I mean, I joined, I guess, in 98. They've been the band since 96 or 7. So they were still kind of finding out who they were. Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't that difficult. The most, most challenging was dealing with some personalities around the band that kind of were you know, management and booking and they had kind of uh, known that they were, this is the band the way what it was. These four people are strength cheese and who's this new guy. So for me, kind of breaking through to the people around strength cheese, the people in the band were all about it. Right. But right. Uh, some of the other guys have been seeing like, no, these are my boys. You know, what are you doing? You're not one of the boys. You know how to ski. And like, I ski. Yeah. Can you tell, tell him Mark? I was like, I don't know what that even is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> You, and you want to take a shower like every day? Like, Ew, and, and, and they were like, no, if you're in the band, you get to take a shower like every two weeks. I'm like, no, that sounds really gross. Do yeah. I have to do that? So there was a little bit of hazing for sure happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you bring up uh, taking showers every two weeks. <laughs> that reminds me of this started, this whole thing that we're doing started as a Grateful Dead podcast and uh, grew into what we're doing now, talking to everybody. And, uh, you know, that, that whole scene 
was a huge turning point in my life. It was a, I don't know, it was a, a milestone for me. And it changed the rest of my life. It altered the course of my reality forever. Nice. I'm 48. In a good way. Yeah, in a beautiful way. It gave me an entire life that I have now. Like, I wouldn't be where I am without it. And listening to songs like The Big Reveal, it seems as though right. you may have had a similar experience. <laughs> yes, and those were one of the songs. It's funny you mentioned that song specifically because that was on the teetering edge of KHB versus SCI. And then I said, this makes a lot more sense with SCI. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that song was, first of all, when, when did it change for you? What year was that? Um, my first show was February 10th, 1989 <laughs> at the forum in LA on, not that you're keeping track, five really yeah. big yeah. drops no kidding, of liquid huh? acid. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think Big Reveal was a similar vibe. I don't know what, what exact date was. <laughs> I can't remember. It was when they were they're on, they're on tour with Bob Dylan and right around then. Yeah, Tom Petty. They had just broken out of like I saw them at the Berkeley, the uh, the Greek in California, mm-hmm. and Touch of Grey had just hit the radio in California, and then like I couldn't see them in the small place ever again. Yeah, giant. Um. Yeah, so it was the big reveal was, was speaking of those moments of, of finding community where you didn't expect it, mm. um, finding friends in places you didn't think you would. <laughs> yeah. um, for me, it was uh, like, wow, okay, this is maybe where I should be. Like, you know, I don't know. You're for me, I was 15, 16, and you're a little bit, you know, in your head and confused. It was nice to kind of find the community that, that was there. There was, you know, some bad parts of that community too, but at the moment in time I was there, it was really positive and, and I felt like I could connect with those people a lot. And I did the best I could. See, I'm on the East Coast style, you know, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, you, you probably it's, got it's to see a, little a lot of good thing. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. There was, but it's definitely a different vibe. You know, you go from, you know, D.C., Philly, you could follow them for a little bit. But eventually my mom's like, you gotta come back and mow the lawn. <laughs> get lawn. <laughs> right. Everybody's always trying to get you to take showers, man. You know that's, that's yeah, you're right. My mom takes showers. <laughs> you know it, it's it was such a big deal, and then to be to see it like that, to have that perspective on it. I mean, that song for me, big reveal, was a big deal for me to because. Oh, okay. It meant that somebody else saw it similar to the way I see it, and it felt good to have that resonance. You know what I mean? Like the connection. And oh, that's great. Yeah, man. And I just wonder, like, now you're the guy with the community following you around, and is that heavy? Do you is that a heavy <laughs> responsibility? Do you think about that often? Well, no. Because okay. uh, I appreciate the thought that it's that heavy, but it isn't that heavy for me because I don't, A, I don't think about it that much as far as if I have any responsibility to a mm-hmm. fan base. And also, second of all, the crowd base you're speaking of for Jerry was stadiums large. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I, but I know, but I know there's some psychic energy in there that you're speaking as well. But mm-hmm. um, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't 
live in that space. I just try to be as creative as I can and I don't read online reviews. I never get on Facebook other than for what I have to do for work. And, and for me, you know, I, I see a little bit of it when I'd like, when, when pigeon guy or some people, like somebody comes up to us, I have, you know, I studied your piano solo when I was in college. Oh, wow. It was a pigeon keyboard player or something. They were one of the guys. And, and I was like, wow, you took my piano solo and you transcribed it with your professor. I was like, that's kind of embarrassing. Oh, that's <laughs> Maybe there's a moment in time, like there was a couple cool licks here and there, but like, it's not no Herbie Hancock stuff going on. So like, I would walk up to my professor when I was in college and be like, can I help me with this John Coltrane or this Kirby thing? Or, and I was very honored. Um, and so all I can say is I'm honored that people feel that way. Um, uh, but I, don't, I don't know. That's it's a much better way to take it. Night. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no weird expectation or nothing. It, give, it gives you the freedom to just keep creating instead of feeling like, ooh, what am I creating and how are they going to take it? It's like, no, it's just my groove. Like, my yeah. Well, what, it. what, it's it. all, what it's all about is <clears throat> now I usually chime in. This is Apple talking, and I usually have no. more than a question, I have statements. <laughs> and, <laughs> they always laugh at me about this, but I just got to say, I, I, there's there's something I've said this recently several times. We've interviewed, you know, a lot of keyboard players. You also just, you, during a show, you look so fucking happy behind the keyboard. <laughs> you are like the focus for me. With, like, if things start to get a little weird or something, it's like, fo- focus on Kyle. He's having a blast. It's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. And you just look like you're having so much fun. And, and I, I'm sure you do like him because I hear it in your style. You remind me of like a hipper, cooler nowadays version of like Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh my gosh, but I love Casey. Don't and, and, and like, the, like you bring that. you bring the funk and everything so hard. You were so fun to watch. And when you when the way you guys do the costume things, and that's what it's all about. Forget all of the you know critics and things like that. What matters is you guys are having fun on stage because then we feel it. Because we we saw you yeah. last, last year in Eugene. Oh wow, that we was saw awesome. you there, and it was raining like. Pretty heavy. The oh whole my night. god! You guys are rock stars for coming out to that. Oh, rain. dude, like we were. I, we had one nice night, I think, barely nice. But just yeah, barely nice. nice. It like broke for a little bit, and when you at one point we we're just like, okay, these supposed waterproof jackets are not working anymore. <laughs> Me and Aaron looked at each other and just took our jackets off. We're in our t-shirts, drenched through our Levi's, head to toe, and just danced our asses off and had so much fun. Yeah, that's dude. That's awesome. That's so great. You know what, Kyle? I, seriously, man, and it's not because we're talking to you on the phone. These guys will verify I've said this away from this. I've been to a lot of shows in my life. I've seen a lot of live music, a lot of different styles, a lot of different things. That show in Eugene that night when the rain was pouring was my favorite show I've ever been to in my whole life. And he did say nice. that. Yeah. Um, we are actually... That reminds me. So, you're, what night was that? I'm it was. That it was the night. first. It was your first night. Because we are going to do some live stream. I know a lot of um, bands are going to live streams right now because of what's going on, and uh, and we've been looking for some favorite shows by fans to kind of like to, to put up for people to see or at least listen to. Dude, I'll put that down as one of them. Cool. Yeah. Are, are, does Cheese have any? Well, you said you guys were taking a break. Are you guys planning? We're on- taking a break, <clears throat> but we decided that you know, why not? Like, why not keep you know, fans happy and why not release music. So we're going to do, I think we're going to do a new year's run coming up soon, or at least one of the shows with Sam Bush 
oh, uh, coming up and either this Friday or next Friday. So just keep your eyes open. It will be some sort of name to it. I don't know what it's going to be. Our, our, one of our good buddies, Jake, will know it. He is such a fan yeah. of yours. And uh, well, when he, we were there, we got to um, sit down with Jason and talk to him. Oh, great! And it was like I didn't know. You know, I'm I'm not as versed in you know who's on first and who's on second musically, but I just love to dance and shake it. And I like having time with Jason and now having time with you, like it's really great to individually talk to the members of the band because then like I like after I go back and listen, like you really will come up for me. Like my ears just kind of perk up and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're at the head. And it, for that night, oh, right. yeah, that night after we talked to Jason, the same thing happened. And it's just kind of a neat thing to be able to uh, hear your specific you know, yeah. personality in that whole six person mix. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, how's it like, so interesting when you guys think about, think about how that relates to oh, well, first things first. So string cheese, I feel like it's always been kind of the heart of our heart is always on the West coast, mm-hmm. which in my mind is kind of a grateful dead. And we have a lot of long you know, silent spaces or, or quiet spaces mm-hmm. that build up. Versus like the East, I feel like East versus West is almost like a gangster thing. Right? Um, <laughs> in the jam, so always then been you like have that. like you know <laughs> widespread and fit. You have these New York vibe, and you're like, blah, blah, blah. and like we we could have gone there, but we kind of went towards the West Coast with that, you know, a little bit more than I think other bands did. Um, but when you think about like the Grateful Dead, I guess do you think they have similar? When you said you mentioned, oh, I hear Brent now more than I did before. Or is there Absolutely. always Jerry up front? No. Well, for me, I, I'm, a, I'm a late bloomer in the dead, and I never saw Jerry or anything like that. Um, my introduction was further. And so I I just liked the songs. That's what drew me in first, because I love to dance, I love to sing, all of that. But, yeah, when when we interviewed O'Teal... All of a sudden, I, the bass was like my, like my favorite and I could hear him and it was so cool. And I was like, oh my God, like it's really yeah. is like kind of like, you know, if you see a photographer and they have a style like Ann Gettys, right? Like then you can recognize them. And that's what it is like with you guys with it's a signature. You're just one of six before we talk. And then after after you, we talk, it's like, oh, that's Kyle. And it oh, is, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of a neat, um, it's it's just like a really great feeling to be able to do the show and to to see that and to feel the music even on a deeper level. Well, and, that, and also to add on to that, that that's kind of, after like when we started this, there was no mission statement to it. It was just me talking and after talking to you guys and then having that experience that Mel's referencing, I was like, wow, holy shit. If it's changing the music for us, it's changing the music for the people that are listening to the show too, because they're connecting with these artists right. in the same way. And we can, we can, make, we can make a deeper experience for all of us. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because I totally I've, agree with that. Yeah, I've said this before. It's like if you were a sports team, like now we'd be like, ooh, Kyle, 20, number 26. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> short, staff. yeah, left field, whatever. Like, and, but it is like that. Like if you've, if you've been, you know, you're a fan of other music. And so you know that bass player, you know that keyboard, you know. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Kind of, it's just a really neat thing to be able to um, hear what's inside of you and then feel what comes out through the music. And, you know, you, you asked about the dead and that whole thing. And that, that too was something that was brought up that night at that show. This kind of heady and out there, but whatever. Um, you know, the vibe of the music cheeses its own thing. You guys are masters of what you guys do, all of you. And when sonically, the way that the music sounds is its own thing but the vibe of it the heart of what the music that you guys are doing i feel that same feeling that i felt in the forum or at shoreline back in the day happiness it's it's that same frequency i remember him saying that when we were walking now we're walking in the rain back to our hotel and he was like (laughs) i'm so fucking happy man like we all were it's like so much joy you guys bring and you guys too have right. the same thing. Like the day you you have very uh, fierce following of fans that are very very protective of you guys and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you know, including us, it, it, it's really cool to see a band that has such a hardcore following of people that just love you so much and for damn That's good great. reason. It's funny because we're all human, mm-hmm. and and I don't remember that show specifically. Yeah, I, I remember that weekend being really. Fun. I remember that weekend being fun and then the year prior being really fun too uh, or a couple years prior maybe it was um, but we walk off stage and we you know talk about the show to some degree or we'll just walk off and do our own things but it's the moment on stage that's precious but we're also walking off stage with personalities so right. as much as you're feeling it which is great and I'm feeling the same way when we're on stage sometimes when we walk off we're still just you know oh well I wish Billy hadn't done that or something, something, something. It's still like we're, we're perfectionists. Like, oh, I should have done this better. Or I, when I went to hit that one note, it should have been an E flat instead of an E or something. Um, and it and it's cool to hear your perspective because for us, sometimes it doesn't always come across that way in our minds. Well, <laughs> yeah. good to know. Yeah. We hear that a lot. Yeah. That, that, that we, yeah, it's a trip to hear. We, a lot of times uh, when we interview people, they're like, and we've interviewed some people in person when you really see the, like the eye connection and you're like complimenting them and they're like, really? Are you, are you sure? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really feel it tonight. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really see the crowd. You know, a lot of things we never thought of, mm-hmm. of, of like, right. the, you know, they're like, I felt the connection, like the energy, but I didn't see it. I, but that's something I never thought about is coming off stage and having to deal with personality. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and oh, I mean, I mean that in a gentlest way. No, you don't no, no, no. I get it. Gentle. I get what you mean. I, you're, you're, you're in that musical space, and then you come off stage, and you're human again. <laughs> you, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same thing for us. Where I'm dancing, I'm nine miles high, and I can control the universe. And then I'm in the parking lot, and I got to drive back. Yeah, to the, hotel, the lights man. come on. And I get on. it. Yeah, damn it. Go yeah, home. Fuck. I can't. But <laughs> what do you think happens there, Kyle, in that space in, you know, in between the drive home and, <laughs> you know, getting there? That's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting thing, you know, I, I think for at least for how on the band on stage, I say our, our mantra is to 
speak to that person in the middle mm-hmm. or let the egos go and let spirit or God or whoever move through you. And so you're, you're not playing music. You're being music mm-hmm. playing you. Mm-hmm. And that's an amazing thing. I would say that happens, you know, every five shows. <laughs> I mean, you okay. do the best you can, yeah. but when that happens and then maybe there's some show where everybody's in the same space do you and we're all kind show? of linked into you. Say again? Do you recall a show when you guys were all in the same space? Um, first night of Eugene. No, I don't remember. <laughs> any, uh, <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it's, it's, this is actually no joke. This feels real. I felt the Eugene in the Northwest was always like Portland, whole area, been very kind to us. So we kind of come in with that spirit already out on our sleeves. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think Red Rocks is wonderful, but sometimes it's so filled with, you know, somewhat big things and family and everything. You know, it's the small random shows that kind of mm-hmm. after, like, let's say we've done like four shows or five shows in a row a six show on a Tuesday in Detroit or something yeah. is the one like, ah, everything's been broken down. There's no agendas. Let's just play music. We're slightly grumpy to each other, but we get on stage and we're just like, let it go. Boom. You know? well, that makes sense too. Cause you're kind of approaching those shows with no expectations. Like Red Rock, exactly. you have expectation. Like we're playing Red Rock. Yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. I mean, it, but I wonder too, like 26 years in and, you, you're playing Red Rocks. Do you feel like there's a an expectation from the fans to play different at Red Rocks than you would at a Tuesday in Detroit? <laughs> exactly. No, you know, we need to make your next interview needs to be Travis. Um, he would love to talk to you. Uh, he has the great spirit of the of the band, you know, kind of keyed in and his on his radar. But uh, the idea would be that we would play his vast. Uh, intensity and play that musically uh, connected with okay. any show we go to. Right, um, and Red Rock certainly has gotten better. You know, I think we were on like something ridiculous, like 48 shows there or something. I think Widespread has 50. Wow. We have 48. We're like, they're the first. They have the most. And we're like, second the most. They never come past Denver, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Like, one day, maybe. You know, anyway. uh, so, we are. Uh, we walk on stage after many, many times of playing, and we or get more relaxed every time, for sure. Okay. I think it depends a little bit on, um, you know, conditions. The weather can be super crappy and snowing, or, <laughs> or there's lightning. But you try to walk on stage with the best attitude, especially on big shows like that. And then we're going to Electric Forest, which then you have a Electric Forest crowd, which is kind of like why they're staring at us, like what. You're playing things called instruments. We don't know what they are. <laughs> where, where are the computers, and why can't you just press play? And so we we try to um, bring the spirit where we go, for sure. Yeah, and Electric Forest looks like the most fun party, man. And I I'm really excited for Hog Farm too. I mean that that land right? is magical. And who's was that? You guys as a band's idea, or did that come from outside? That was from outside. I think it was management and a couple of band members that knew some people from there, and they kind of all came together. Mm. Um, we've been looking for a West Coast <clears throat> version of, well, Electric Forest beyond, is beyond where it started, but Corny's Hideout was up in Portland, mm-hmm. um, right? 
Yeah, yeah, 20, 20, 20 minutes from our house. 20 minutes from us here. Exactly. Now, the Spring Summit and stuff, but originally we kind of brought that vibe that we actually saw in, originally in um, in Japan at Fuji Rock Fest. We walked through the forest many, many years ago and had disco balls and what? weird hammocks. And we're like, this is a great idea. So we, then we took it to Eugene, you know, and put it together. Sorry, Portland. And put it, it was in Portland or Eugene, I'm sorry. It's in Portland. It, um, it's, it's out in Portland. Portland. And, um, and we kind of brought it there, and then we brought the same vibe, electric bars. So we're looking for something on, on them in California that we could make our own. And, and they kind of stepped up, and Hawk Farm is ready to go with us. And it's exciting to know that was where um, Kang, we did, we played Hog Farm many years ago. And um, it's at Wavy Gravy's world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, Kang ran off in some weird, super mushroom high. and wrote Howard, which was this crazy journey song, kind of journey, but uh, lacking parts of it kind of go in different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, epic is what we call it. <laughs> and he came back from sitting in the hog farm and wrote this crazy song about a pig. And then you got Keller involved and it got really weird. Uh, but that <laughs> happened many, many years ago on hog farm. And that's, you know, a place where a lot of magic can happen. So we're excited about that. And it's um, early June, I think, right? June yep. 8th, yeah. And, we're all, yeah, hold, hold, we're all hold, yeah, hopefully all things considered here. We're all hoping our breath as well. Well, that doesn't say you you had a show coming up here to the Goodfoot on on uh, April thirtieth. We we're going to be coming to see you, but now we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> exactly, I think that's still. I got the, the call about that yesterday, two days ago. They're still in the fence. Okay, but, um, cool. Sure after, that's I'm far sure enough out. Gone. Still, I think people are not reacting to that yet. So, I know, but it's. It's a thing for sure. Yeah. Well, and I got to ask you too, because I let. All right, this is a two-part question. First of all, uh-huh. I I got to give it. Got to give you credit. You know how to keep the party going with your like brewski tour, when cheese isn't doing Next. stuff. And I also read and we've heard that you your love of craft beer, which I mean, up here we live in craft beer heaven. Right. And, and the Kazi up there, a lot of good stuff. Now that's just, I guess my question is how is that? Do you pulling together the brewski tour where I mean that sounds like so much fun. You're just going to all these cool places like ski resort areas and hooking up with breweries, yeah. collaborating on awesome IPAs and Um Uh the brew angle has been going on for at least eight years or so. I I started home brewing when I was like eighteen. Um uh everything my brother did was cool. Yeah, yeah, me, he, too. Uh, me too, Kyle. He, he saw, he saw the Grateful Dead. I was like, "How? Grateful Dead is awesome. I gotta go see that." Mm-hmm. He smoked pot. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna smoke pot. That's super awesome. Let's do that too." And then, um, then he started brewing beer. I was like, "Wow!" And I was only like 15 or 16, and, and I was like, "I don't know if I'm old enough to." But I joined him, and, and it was really fun to kind of make your. wasn't the alcohol necessarily. It was more just the process of, of putting all these things ingredients together and coming out the other end with something completely different almost magical um okay. so i felt like yeah exactly so for me it, that you know six or seven years ago or whatever it was i started thinking about how i approach music as far as putting all the elements together and something coming out the other end so that's kind of the way i brew i've been brewing since then since i was 18 and so for me it kind of connects to how i take chances playing music and how it takes chances brewing and, then, and sometimes it's a great solo or the worst beer you've ever made but it doesn't matter it's just kind of fun to kind of have the process you know so i took it to uh, some other breweries around the country and it's been fantastic it's been like i had like five or six national beers and 
another 20 or so beers throughout the country that are more local that didn't make it in cans, but uh, I made it for the shows, and it was really fun. The, the That's amazing. That's SC, awesome. The SCIPA was for the 25th anniversary. Was that what that was for? Yep. Out, out, that was um, with Oscar Blues, and that was probably my fifth national brew. I did, I did one with Stone, with me and Alice Cooper's guitar player. We got together and went over to Stone, oh, and made wow. a beer with them, and then here in Boulder with uh, Boulder Beer called Hoopla. Um, Sierra Nevada, I've done one with, and then um, East Coast, I've done a couple others that's as well. So fucking, that's so oh, fun. Oh, Sweetwater. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So this, it may be like asking what your favorite song you've ever written is. is do you have a favorite <laughs> beer that you've brewed? Um, that I brewed personally? Yeah. Like one that you um, think back to and you're like, God, I, I want to pull that off again. Exactly. I have fun that recipe. Um, um, I thought the one I made was with Relic Magazine. You know Relic, yeah. yeah. Uh, Relic um, made a beer with me with uh, Sweetwater, um, called Ground Score, and that okay. was really good. I thought that was it had, had a, a life for a while. I think all beers kind of kind of have a life, an arc of a year or so, and that beer worked really well. That was really fun. That's cool. That, well, it's true. Like people want something new. That especially nowadays, there's so much. Like up here, there's uh, when we we moved up here four years ago. I mean, writer's goal was to try every Good local luck. brewery. I we've been here four years. I still haven't. There's just too many. <laughs> I know, and you start it, wondering a little bit. Like, how can all these people? be surviving, and it's, and it's, it's a yeah. good thing that people are being creative. You know, and like you and, said, and in Colorado. Colorado a new one comes out, it's your favorite. But then that chain, kind of like shows. And, and, you know, it's like, this is my new favorite. And then two weeks later, it's like, okay, this is my new favorite. <laughs> it is. It's true. And, and then I find, like, as, this is such, I do a little a little talk around the country um, about beer and music and the connection for me. But one of the points I bring up is, like, I think it's, it's important to be consistent um, with the music and the beer as far as, like, two different elements. But your new favorite beer could be great, but all of a sudden they run out of supply or they can't make it the same. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, it was so great. You know, uh, six weeks ago, it's like going to see your favorite band. Like, wow, that's really cool. But the second time I saw them, it really sucked. Or like, it's important to kind of be fairly consistent in how you perform and you're willing to take chances, but you have to have the basics under your fingers and be willing to explore beyond that. Like sometimes I feel like some of the brewers that go out there are just like, we have a one hit, one hit wonder. Let's just, run this out and maybe it'll change a little bit, but that's fine versus like maybe taking a chance to kind of expand the palette a little bit more as far as like getting your fingers under jazz or under blues and making sure you get a chance to kind of explore all this. Wow. Sorry, I'm getting super geeky. No, no, no I liked it. I love no, this approach man, yeah. that you're taking to the beer. I, wow. Well, it goes into everything. It, it's a, it's, he's managed to connect the dots in his life. The <laughs> yeah. thing, you know what I mean? And that's, I think that's the goal of, a lot of us is taking the things that we're passionate about and being able to make a living from them first and, and also having them overlap like that and seeing the commonality in it to where it, and to constantly receive enjoyment. Yeah. From it. Yeah. Finding the joy in it. But I was going to add, before we get off the beer subject, as if you haven't heard of it, when next time you're up in this area, there's a brewery, great notion brewing. Great notion. No. Great notion. Oh, Jesus. They're known as like the Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory of beer up here. They do like Crowler, the, you know, the can growler. 
Yeah, they do, yeah, course, they do limited course. releases and the people line up for it because they don't do huge batches, but they do like blueberry pancakes, s'mores, and then their other more regular <laughs> beer. And this stuff is amazing. Aaron's not a real beer drinker. Every time we've had that, he's like, yeah, I'll have I'll, I'll have some beer. So <laughs> nice. Great, nice. Well, great notion. Remember that and when next time you're up in the Pacific Northwest. Maybe maybe when we Sweet. come to Hog Farm, I'll, I'll bring you a, a, a little sample. Pack. Oh, yeah, we'll be going to Hog Wait. Farm. Yes, well, yeah, we will do that. I'll make sure that happens. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So so before we take off, um, I we would be remiss if we didn't get into what's going on out there just a tiny bit. And I know that the people out there are tripping out and everybody's a little bit weird at the moment. And I think one of the opportunities that we have, those of us that people listen to and hear from on a weekly basis or whatever or the musicians that are out there is to um, help put their minds at ease and give them ideas of things they can do while they're while they're sitting at home doing anything so do you have any any advice for anybody out there during this well I don't know if I have advice I, I, home I brewing. working for me <laughs> home <laughs> brewing right now um, I, I uh, finding activities especially I have, I have young children, eight and 12, that are family-oriented, the things that yeah. help us grow as a family, for sure. Like we, like I said, we got the chicks, we got the little chickens, and having some some source of like, oh, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to work on this. And having yeah. little goals for us, you know, and we've been playing a lot of games. and It's, it's a challenging time, and I don't really know what to say other than, you know, focus on, on the loved ones around you. That's totally. awesome oh, that's advice, perfect, Kyle. Man. Thanks for the r- reminder. That's so true. Giving not just your kids, but yourself something to look forward to together. That's rare these days, unless it's like a, a planned vacation. But something. Well, maybe that's maybe that's the goal. I mean, that may be the goal, but maybe that's the one thing we can look at as being positive. Maybe we're all trying to get more connected. I don't know. Or maybe at least, I don't know. Well, I think you do know. Grounded. <laughs> you know it. something, Kyle. Come on, give it to yourself. You know something. Hey, it's giving us all an opportunity to slow down, man. You know? Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe Fuck. I, Thank you. I'm always going a thousand miles an hour. These guys are It's too. making our country reevaluate itself at the moment now, too. Yep. And you know what? Hopefully we'll come out the other side of it and it'll be a little bit better. We will. We'll be hanging out at Hogs Farm Hangout, maybe seeing Kyle on April 30th. Things are going to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle, man, I appreciate you taking time with us like this. That was really fun, man. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. And, when and if Travis wants to be on, tell, tell him yeah. we'll hit him up. Heck we would yeah. love to. We're, Heck we're, yeah. We got you and Jason now. We need to work our way through the band. We want to talk <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Brian's the guy to talk to you about that for sure. Okay. Thank you guys right. so much. Yeah, man. Thanks, Kyle. Right, Kyle. You Enjoy your time. Night. Thanks so much for enlightening us, man. Take care. Later, brother. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics.
That was cool. That String was really cheese, cool. God. That was another one of those that went by very, very. I know, man. I looked down at the clock. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. We went, went quite I had a bit like over an, an internal clock that after a while, I, I f- almost like feel the internal bing of like, <laughs> it's it's time to wrap it up. I, I, Not because it's the conversation is. But be, no, like we always are like, being respectful of their exactly. time. It's like, he's okay, got, dude, he's got his kids. Yeah, he's home. You're at home chilling. I really appreciate him in the midst of what's going on, taking yeah. time to talk to No Simple Road. Well, like same a, thing with New Tribe the other day. Yeah, man. That was really sweet. Yeah. Like a lot of things. I mean, it's not like they have a lot of other things to do right now, but maybe they just don't feel like a dealing with it, you know, publicly. Yeah. And they both were gracious enough to do that. So thanks, Kyle. And thanks, New Tribe, for... Uh, Chatting with us and yeah, giving to have our Kyle say that Eugene the first night was his favorite show ever. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, that was great, right? Kyle, yeah, that was it was from yeah, the heart. A great answer. Uh, all right, you guys, you know what to do. All the things and stuff and whatnots, the social medias and the Facebooks and hit us up on Patreon. Support guys. everybody. Support Five us. Stars. Yeah, support we need your, your favorite right musicians. Now. All that stuff. Support all your the, family. Yeah. Support yourself. Support, support your, your parents. Support your support. Yeah. Safety first. Yep. Hydrate. See? Wash your hands. Yeah. Don't be dirty. Cough into your crease of your elbow. I heard Vodka that, I heard that was hand bad. sanitizer. Well, wait, if you're going to give somebody a hug afterwards, so that's bad. they call it, what are they, they, <laughs> the touching. vampire. Don't touch people. The it's vampire. called the vampire <laughs> cough. <laughs> yeah. The Whoa. vampire cough is bad because it shoots the germs out. out. from underneath? Yeah. Oh, I my God. Who <laughs> fucking knows? This is my favorite one. <laughs> They couldn't see that. You have to tell them. Well, I would pull my shirt, shirt over my mouth and like cough into now my shirt. Now you have a contaminated t-shirt. On the inside. Who cares? Yeah, no, I'm already, already contaminated, contaminated yeah, with exactly. myself. Oh, yeah, that's true. Can you contaminate yourself? Yep. You're, I guess you could keep it going if you don't keep your shit clean around you. You can make yourself grosser. <laughs> that's for sure. You heard it here first, folks. You can make, you yourself, can make yourself grosser. <laughs> that is true. Very true statement. All right. Don't make yourself gross. Be cute. Take a shower. <laughs> wash up. Yep. Hand sanitizer. Share the toilet paper. Go if you listen can. to Kyle's new album. Yep. Yeah. It's called 2020. 2020. It's out on all the streaming platforms. Don't trip out on toilet paper. And I have, take I have a shower. I have oh one thing God. to say for real. You better work. Don't Sorry. just <laughs> don't just listen to the album. Buy it. Help support these musicians that aren't working or touring right now. They need your help. All of them are struggling. Buy some merch. Buy, buy some an merch. album. I'm buy a buy vinyl. circles around the sun vinyl tonight. Yep. So take care of our family, you guys. We love you. We'll see you soon next week with more stuff and things. Yep. Love you.
dwellers of fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hello everybody, I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan, and this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The The Corner Corner of Gray Street. Street.